You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, Be aware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. And that, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. This is a rather dramatic liturgy of the word in both the gospel and the reading from the book of Daniel. And it says, when the court was convened, the kingship and dominion and majesty of all the kingdoms under the heavens shall be given to the holy people of the Most High, whose kingdom shall be everlasting. All dominions shall serve and obey him. And before this, we have the incredible pressure and violence and persecution of the different beasts. We have all the things that can happen to us in our lives. It's interesting that the anxieties of life, of daily life, the anxieties of daily life, are on the same level of interference with our spiritual lives as our drunkenness and carousing. And normally people would probably think that by going about the normal tasks of the day, that that's doing good stuff. And the people who are drunk and carousing, that's pretty bad. But the two of them are kind of on the same level here. It says, be aware that your hearts do not become drowsy. And there are different forms of drowsiness from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. So it means that our attention of our body and soul will be taken away from the kingdom. But obviously, also, the tasks of our daily life can be the point, the concrete point of serving the kingdom. Because if our tasks are serving others, like singing here in the liturgy, having the songs ready, uh, reading the tasks of the preparing meals, of seeing somebody needs something at table just to be attentive, uh, seeing who's a little bit down, parents looking after little children or older children, or maybe parents have a child who has certain limitations and they have to be on their case all the time, and people who are sick who need to be constantly monitored medically, people who need to go to work, maybe they have two jobs and maybe they have a sick child. There's a lot of pressures in life and anxieties, but we can live those not as anxieties that drain our soul, but are the points where we're loving God. They're the points where we're giving our service 
to God, our worship of God. There's also a little reflection to be made there that the word for service and for worship are the same word in Hebrew and even in the way we say it, you know, well, it's more obviously in some, obvious in some other languages, but we do say the service, the, the service of the liturgy. And in language like German, it says uh, Gottesdienst and Dienst. So Gottesdienst is serving God and Dienst is serving. So uh, it's the same. Uh, Gottesdienst, you could also translate it like worship but you can also translate it serving God, which is worship. And then serving others can also be serving God. So it's where our soul is paying attention. And we might have, like in the first reading, then these big, uh, difficult situations, but just imagine a country where there's persecution of faith. And they're putting a lot of pressure on a faith community. Maybe a person is in jail. Maybe a person has even been tortured. That in those moments, it's also our mind should be on the kingdom, not on the anxieties of the daily life in the circumstances, but on in the moments that I can do any of those experiences that I can be giving witness. Because what am I going to do? I have to be a living gospel for everybody. If I'm a follower of Jesus, I am in his kingdom, I'm living for his kingdom. And let's say somebody is in prison for their faith. Maybe there are moments of torture, but there are also more ordinary moments. And in all of these, we can be giving example for our faith, giving witness for our faith. And that's what the martyrs did. They even had humor in the moments of martyrdom. Some were very funny, some were very extreme stories, but they were able to have, they were able to transcend the physicalities of the moment to live with their heart and their intention in the practicalities of the moment. And that's really what people do who are united to God. So at the end, really, it's about being united to God. And if it's raining, we're going to be thanking God and happy and serving. And if, we, if it's too hot, we're going to be thanking God and serving. And if people are insulting us, we'll still continue thanking God and serving and greeting them with love. And if we're being praised, we'll still be thanking God and serving and greeting him with love. So it's about that focus of our lives. Because we're in the kingdom, a kingdom that's going to last forever. We're already in the kingdom. Through the sacraments, through the revelation of uh, the gift of faith, the gift of hope, the gift of charity. So we're already living the kingdom. We're already, it's already here. The kingdom of God is among us. It's not far away. We don't have to run here or run there. It's here. God is living with us. We are temples of God. So we're already living the kingdom. So in that sense, we receive a great um, serenity, a great, uh, in a certain sense, uh, we are above the little troubles of the day, even though we have to carry out the troubles and suffer the troubles of the day. But our heart and soul is living at another level. And that's very simple. Give glory and eternal praise to him in our homework, in our preparation work, in our service work, in every little thing we do, give glory and eternal praise to him. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.